Hello and welcome to this episode of the Spice Den Podcast. My name is Jacob and I'm your host. Today we're going to be talking about episode 11 of the Clone Wars Season 7 entitled Shattered. We don't have much to talk about seeing as we are done with our Rise of Kylo Ren. It's just purely the episode so this one's probably going to be a pretty short pretty short episode of the podcast in total. Just a little news before we get into that. Uh, on May the 4th, well, May the 4th Star Wars Day is coming up real soon. Uh, it'll be Monday, which is the day you're hearing this if you listen to it as it comes out. And some big things to come with that. The Rise of Skywalker is launching on Disney+. Plus. The Mandalorian Gallery behind the scenes show is launching on Disney+. Plus. And of course we have the finale of Clone Wars, which will be airing on Monday rather than its typical Friday. So, of course, you know I'm going to be talking about that. Just given the timing, I'm probably going to be... Well, not probably. My plan is to release my regular schedule so you won't hear me talk about the finale until one week after its air date on the following Monday, the 11th. Otherwise, it's either that or I turn around a special episode in the middle of the week and then I come out the next Monday and I don't really have anything to talk about. So, for my sanity, uh, we're just going to talk about it uh, one week after the launch. If all goes according to plan, I will have a special guest on the episode, Darth Darkett, from the Galaxy of Bureaus podcast. I was on their show last week. Uh, it was real fun, so you can go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about the episode, the season at large, and there's kind of you know, the whole culmination of the Clone Wars series and what it meant to the greater Star Wars universe. But that's all I have for news, so from there, we're going to hop into the episode discussion uh, for episode 11, Shattered. We start off with Gar Saxon and his accomplices being escorted away by the clones, and Bo-Katan meets up with Ahsoka, who brought uh, Maul uh, tied up to her. Bo returns her lightsabers that fell in the previous episode, and she tells her that this is what the Council wanted. Bo responds saying that she succeeded where many have failed, and that's because she learned from the best. Bo wishes that she was good at things that aren't war, and this, you know, it's sort of the idealism shown from her sister Satine, but she's just not there right now. Ahsoka has suggested that they need a new leader, and we know that Bo probably isn't ready for this role right now, but we know she also will be coming soon enough, not too far down the road. Rex then approaches them, saying the council has requested Ahsoka, and Anakin is with them. We head back to a communications relay, and we see Mace, Kiati Mundi, Ayla Sakura, and Master Yoda. And this is a scene that's paralleled in the uh, Revenge of the Sith. And, like, there's a supercut of it on the Star Wars subreddit. It's really cool. It's the exact same meeting where they're discussing the potential, well, the issues with Utapau and the Chancellor forfeiting his emergency powers. Uh, we just come in a little bit later. So Mace Windu's already sent off Ahsoka, or sent off Anakin by the time Ahsoka comes in. We see the tail end of the meeting that we'd miss in the movie. It's honestly a little crazy. Yeah, like Mace is saying how the Chancellor needs to give up his power, and they're more or less threatening a military coup against him if that's not the case, if that doesn't happen. So, a little wild. Uh, but Ahsoka enters, and uh, she's thanked for capturing, thanked for capturing Maul. And she said she was just doing her duty as a citizen, but not as a Jedi. At least not yet. She wants to speak with Anakin, but Mace, is, as we said, already sent him away. And Ahsoka says, after learning about Utapau, that the war could be over soon. However, Mace responds, saying that it's up to the Chancellor, but he won't elaborate anymore. Everyone logs off their base, their little, little Zoom call, except for Yoda. He asks Ahsoka if she has anything else to say, maybe a message for Anakin, but she says nothing and says she'd rather tell him herself. 
he leaves and Rex tells her, uh, well, really asks her why she didn't say anything about Maul, what Maul had to say about Anakin. Apparently, Ahsoka confided in Rex telling him how Maul thought Anakin was uh, Sidious's next apprentice, uh, but she left that out of the conversation. Meanwhile, Bo and Ursa are escorting an imprisoned Maul back to our Republic heroes. Bo tells Ahsoka that this prison they have him in is a relic from when the Mandalorians had to imprison Force wielders. Satine had outlawed them, but this is the last remaining one on Mandalore, and it's really cool design. It looks kind of similar to a carbonite slab, but it's not like he's not frozen solid. It's just you have this shell that holds him in. It's got a similar control panel on the side, and it's adorned with these really ornate design on the front with all these Mandalorian helmets. It would have been pretty cool to see like the Neo Crusader helmet style, which is like the old school kind of yeah, like Old Republic uh, Mandalorian, which is part. It's big part of Legends. However, it's only shown up once in canon in the, like, Predator-style, like, hunt uh, episode of Clone Wars with the Trandoshans. It shows up there, so it's not, it wouldn't be the first appearance. I kind of would have liked to see that older style there, but uh, it's, that's fine. Uh, some of the Mandos on the front have spears. One has a sword, which I'm not, I don't think it's the Darksaber. It's really hard to tell. And there's a cloaked leader in the center, but we can't, we again can't tell who that is either. It could be Tari Vizsla, the creator of the Darksaber. Might be Mandalore the Great, Mandalore the Ultimate. The last two are Legends characters, which are like, yeah, ancient leaders of Mandalore. Uh, but again, we don't know anything right now. Wikipedia doesn't have a whole lot of information either. So, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if that'll ever be spelled out later what that, what everything on there is. But Bo tells Ahsoka goodbye, and the two part ways for now. This is the last time they see each other for now, but obviously it's not going to be the last ever. I honestly don't remember if they ever run into each other in Rebels. They both appear, but I don't remember if they inter- individually interact with each other. But now with Mandalorian Season 2 coming, we know Ahsoka's going to be there. And with the Darksaber, we should hopefully see some more Bo-Katan, or at least some explanation of what happened to her since she's the last known possessor of the Darksaber. But we'll see. It's, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think we're primed for a reunion for those two. The shuttle's on its way back to the capital ship, and we see Ahsoka and Rex from Maul's perspective on the inside of the prison. You get this super ominous build-up. There's no dialogue from the time they enter the shuttle to when they enter hyperspace on the command bridge, which is approximately two minutes of the show. And there's this kind of, yeah, just really building ominous music in the background. Then we finally break the tension. Uh, Rex, he senses some apprehension in Ahsoka and asks if anything's wrong. And she says, as Jedi, we were trained to be keepers of the peace, not soldiers. But all I've been since I was a Padawan was a soldier. Rex, of course, also only knows war. And although uh, not all clones love it, it's the reason for their existence. Ahsoka responds, saying, well, then perhaps some good has come of all of it. The Republic couldn't have asked for better soldiers, nor I a better friend. And they salute each other, and it's this real emotional moment, especially knowing what's about to come. And Rex gets a message from a bridge officer telling him of a communication relay coming in from Chancellor Palpatine. He asks if Ahsoka wants to join him, but she opts to stay out on the bridge. And at this moment, Ahsoka and Maul both sense a, the confrontation with Darth Sidious in his office, with Anakin killing Mace and descending to the title of Darth Vader. Although we don't get the actual like Darth Vader moment, but we get all of the lead up to it. Something, she knows something bad. Probably doesn't know that specific, but she knows something bad has happened. This scene was in the trailer, and a lot of us thought that it was probably Order 66, but we're not there yet. This is her reacting to Anakin. So she heads back to talk with Rex. Uh, he's receiving an Order 66. Uh, she gets there, and she warns him of the trouble she senses with Anakin, but Rex turns around. He's shaky and drops his helmet. Clearly wrought with emotion over the situation, and he points his blaster at Ahsoka with tears in his eyes. 
and he tells her to find fives as he opens fire. She hops up over him onto the comm table and starts deflecting shots from every angle, doing her best not to kill a single clone, and as the firing ceases, the clones look around to see that she escaped through the ceiling. Rex orders the troopers with him to go execute Maul, and then briefs the remaining troopers on the details of Order 66. All Jedi are to be killed for treason, and any non-compliant clones will suffer the same fate. Back in the cell, Maul sees the clone approaching him, and they start to open the door to his prison. But as this happens, Ahsoka comes in the room, and again, avoids killing them and knocks them out. She releases Maul and asks if he knows what was happening, if this was his doing. But he doesn't. He doesn't really know what's going on. He tells her that she must know what is happening. And suddenly he starts to realize, he starts to put all the pieces together. Uh, He tells her that Sidious used the Jedi's army against them. But he thinks they must work together now. But Ahsoka only wants him to cause chaos. It's really kind of like a brilliant strategic move. She lets him out. And she's like, yeah, just go, go mess stuff up. So, I mean, really, he can't go against her at this point. The only thing he can do is either cause chaos, I guess he could hide, but that's all he's left to do. There's really no way he can turn on her, at least yet. Uh, He asked for a saber, but she said she's not rooting for him, just, you know, go. Uh, Rex is told by some clones that Maul escaped and they couldn't find him or Ahsoka, so Rex has them destroy the escape pods aboard the ship and increase hangar security. Meanwhile, Ahsoka sneaks into the droid bay and activates her old friend R7. And the rest of the droids come on, and we get her crew for the rest of the episode. We got R7, GG and CH-33P, or Cheap. Uh, Chopper's you know, C-110P, and they're both C-series droid, and you can definitely see the similarity in design. They have the three arms set up, and Cheap has the little like radar dish on his head, and they both make very similar noises. So it's kind of a yeah, kind of cool visual parallel there if you're a big Rebels fan. But Ahsoka has R7 patched into the computer in the room and look for files on CT-5555. The Hollow of Nala Say comes up and she basically explains the fallout and the details of his death in the Season 6 arc at the beginning of the season. She discusses the inhibitor chip and how the Jedi and Senate accepted the report they gave, uh, but there was a complaint filed by Captain Rex. Ahsoka has R7 try and pulled up, but it's sealed, so she goes and uses Anakin's password 8108, which apparently is a reference to the premiere of the first Clone Wars movie. Clone Wars animated movie, not Attack of the Clones. Rex says in the recording that there's a possibility that the chips have a purpose that they do not fully understand. Maul, meanwhile, is wrecking clones in the hallway. He's, like, grabbing pieces of the bulkhead with the Force, using them as shields, and then chucking them to cut clones in half. Uh, They're running away from him. It's really, like, horror movie-esque, and they're trying to seal the doors, but he pulls a clone back towards him, and the clone loses his arm. Again, it's happened a few times, I think, in this season. But like, you know, the Mando Season 1 Cantina, or the Episode 1 Cantina move. Basically the same thing there. Pretty dark for the Clone Wars, honestly. Yeah, we got that one. And then you had the, it was the uh, elevator on uh, Obadiah, where that dude got cut in half. Rex is running through the hallway with a group of soldiers. When he physically runs into R7, Cheap quickly closes all the doors off around him, and R7 delivers him a message from Ahsoka telling him that he, she knows the truth about behind the chips and behind what happened to Fives. He asks where she is, but it turns out she's right behind him, and as he spins to look at her, he gets shocked by a droid and knocked out. Ahsoka loads him on top of the droids, and they wheel him off to the med bay. When they get there, they get him on a table, and Ahsoka has R7 run a scan for the chip, and the old-school Battlefront uh, medical droid comes in to help scan him. They can't seem to find the chip, so Ahsoka just has him check and recheck, while the clone's outside the door trying to slice in. GG's tasked with resealing the doors, and R7 reports that they still haven't found anything, 
So Ahsoka hops on top of Rex and repeats the Guardian's mantra, aka, I'm one with the Force and the Force with me. This is, you know, most known for being said by Chirrut in Rogue One, but according to Wikipedia, it also is shown in Rebels, uh, the episode The World Between the Worlds, which is like one of the like last two or three episodes of the series. I scrubbed through the episode real quick, just kind of like looking at all the parts that included Jedi more or less, and I didn't see anything. I didn't hear it. I could have easily missed it though, because I skipped basically half the episode. Uh, but it is an episode that also heavily features Ahsoka. So, you you know, if she uses it there, or Ezra uses it there, you can see where it came from, that she knew it back during the Clone Wars era. Suddenly, the ship is found by the scan, and Ahsoka has R7 quickly move to remove it through surgery. The clones manage to get the door open, and Ahsoka starts to repel their shots. She's beginning to get overwhelmed when Rex awakens behind her, and he shoots. But at the clones, and not her. The doors close, and he tells her that he's okay, and apologizes for the whole scenario. Ahsoka goes to ask him how widespread this issue is, and he tells her that's everyone. And the entire army has been ordered to hunt down the Jedi. We're left with the two of them staring at the doors as begin to cut open before it goes to black. Right before our last episode of The Clone Wars, episode 12. So yeah, this is about, this is about how it ends. We're almost to it. Again, another fantastic episode. I'm already seeing people on Reddit talk about making supercuts between this and the Revenge of the Sith movie. I think that's going to be really cool. It might be a little, like tone i like honestly like i think it's cool but i think the tone's gonna be kind of wacky going back and forth between the two but i don't know i think i'd definitely try and watch it at least once so yeah like i said earlier we'll be back on the 11th to discuss the finale with darth Durkett from the galaxy of beers podcast and i know it's gonna be a little while but maybe i'll do some like twitter twitter live tweet and all kind of hard to live tweet and on demand I'll, maybe I'll do some Twitter reactions or Instagram reactions. So check me out on at SpicedInPod on both. Uh, you can also find me on Patreon now uh, if you want to support me through there. All of it's going to go back into the show and making sure we can continue to produce content. Anyways, uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Hope you liked it. As always, thanks to Graham Bull for our music. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>